0: Welcome to another podcast by Jerome Green, and today I have the honor, privilege, and pleasure of being with my good friend, trainer, brother from another mother, um, Eric Red. And many of you have heard me speak about Eric in reference to Eric many times over the, over the years, and I just want to I wanna start this series of conversations with Eric. And tonight we're gonna talk about PCM, which is Process Communication Model. And this really was born out of a statement that I made to Eric last week about how inspirational he was to me, watching him deal with the pandemic and his business and his life in a very powerful manner. Um, and I was just inspired by watching this man take a situation that for many people could have been devastating, manage it, work with it, and, and really just make it work for him. Not saying it was easy, don't misunderstand me, um, but he made it work. So what is PCM? A real quick uh, piece of that process communication model deals with six personality character strengths. And those strengths are are at the core of who you are. It doesn't define who you are. These are strengths within you. So the six personality types are thinker, persister, imaginer, rebel, harmonizer, and promoter. And each of those personality types has a certain characteristic to them. Uh, You can always go to... ProcessCommunicationModel.com and find out more about that. I don't want to get into the details of that today. I want to get into really talking about Eric and his process. So Eric took the assessment, and to no surprise of either of us, he came back thinker-thinker, and um, which is his real character strength. But again... It was the ability to utilize that strength, but also not let it, um, not eliminate the other character strengths. So again, I'm going to repeat this. This is not, even though this is a character strength of Eric as a thinker thinker, it is not who he is. This is something that's within him. And there's a condominium. So he can access all aspects of those other personality types. But at the core of who he is, is thinker-thinker. So Eric, welcome. How you doing, man? What's happening, Jerome? Uh, Doing great, man. As always, always glad to have conversations with you. Um, When I I mentioned to you the other day about uh, how I was inspired by how you managed the pandemic for the past year, with really no outside help, no government support, no loans, you just figured this out and, you, and your core business. So, tell us a little, little bit about your business, and um, and then we'll talk about how you managed the pandemic. Okay, so um,
1: I'm basically a strength coach, a personal trainer, and I have a business here. And what my business is. Obviously this is my gym and I have other coaches and personal trainers that pay um, on a monthly basis to use the space. So we've got the, all the equipment and everything necessary is here. Uh, we've been here about 13 years and the other people that come here basically pay me every month so that
0: they can use uh, use some of the space. Okay, And so given that, that was pre-pandemic. What happened once the pandemic hit? Well, what happened was we, at, I think it just before the
1: pandemic hit, we had about 16 people here who were contributing to our business, and they were running their businesses here. And then came March of last year, and we were just ordered to shut down. So what that meant was as personal trainers and as having a gym business, we went from whatever we were doing monthly as a, as a group to zero. And that being said, I now have no one paying rent. Of course, I still have my clients that I, I work with, but I, I'm told I can't use my gym. And so now we have to figure out other options. Yeah. So that sounds like a really big loss. Well, uh, I mean, it's substantial monetarily. Mm-hmm. That's how I pay my, my rent here every month. Okay. Well, you know, mostly mm-hmm. it's, it's, it goes that way. So literally it would be like saying, okay, you don't have a job. You, you don't have any income. Make
0: it work. Okay. So you mentioned that um, PCM was a real gift, a real asset to you, and managing during the pandemic. Yeah, talk about that a little bit. Well, what happened
1: when this whole thing broke down and everyone was saying, "Okay, you gotta, you gotta remodel your business this way. You've got to do this. You've got to get this. Uh, these kind of virtual sessions going. You've got to do this. You got to do that. You got to reshape." Your business, and you got to figure out a way to try and not have to pay your rent. Just don't pay it. Just you know, all these various different suggestions were coming, were flying in this direction, and I heard them all, and I appreciated everything that anyone had to had to offer. Mm -hmm. But for myself, what I uh, what I had to do was sit down and just take an, an accounting of what I had. You know, how much emergency I had in reserve and what I was going to have to do in the long term to make uh, to make this work so that I'd still be standing on the other side of this whole situation.
0: So as a thinker, which is about really logical uh, way of dealing with issues and problems, how did that Personality base. You're a thinker uh, base and a thinker face. So, how were you able to use that character strength to get through the last year? Right. So, so with all the
1: suggestions that were coming, oh, you know, you need to go out, do this, get online, be Mr. Personality. You know, build this this tribe online yada, 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 these type of suggestions. What I really had to do was uh, take a little quiet time. Mm -hmm. I took took a few days and just sat there and thought, what's ahead? Okay, what am I looking at? And what strengths do I have to attack it and to make it all right? Now, I, I realized that there is going to have to be quite a bit of an adjustment that's going to have to happen. Mm-hmm. But more than anything, I just sat down and said, you know, I, I really I just looked at things and said, OK, here's what you need to come up with monthly mm-hmm. for your expenses and your overhead, which is quite substantial. And those are the numbers. Mm-hmm. All right. So what does that break down to every day? And once I was able to break it down to what it was on a daily basis, I knew what I had to do work-wise, whether it's on Zoom, virtual, out at parks, whatever, mm-hmm. however I needed to to do things, I knew exactly what I had to do on a daily basis to keep things above board and running because I, I couldn't really, I mean, help is great, but I, I'm not expecting i don't ever expect you know any anything to really bell bell us out or bell me out so if it comes along nice Mm -hmm. but i basically said okay here's what i need to do and once i realized what was ahead of me and what kind of numbers i had to hit and what i needed to do to hit them um uh, the levels of stress plummeted Mm -hmm. and i now had a uh, game plan and a, a map to get after. So I just got after it. Oh, I would say three to four days after we shut down, I got after it and I've been getting after it ever since.
0: Yeah, I remember that moment because I remember we were training in the park and I am a, an Imaginar-based rebel phase, And so I was deep in my Imaginar. I, I had my headphones on, I'm listening to a motivational speaker, yeah. and I'm, like, bopping around, and, and I'm, like, hey, hey, this is, like, this is cool, man. You got to listen to this. And like, you you gave me a look that I've never seen you give me. <laughs> like, basically, it's like, Jerome, yeah, I love you, brother. Right. But right now, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you, this is not going to work for me right now. Right, right. That's, that, I, you know
1: what? I really appreciated it, but that's not what I needed at that yeah, moment. Yeah. And I instinctively
0: knew mm-hmm.
1: where I needed to go, right. and I was already trying to get in that space in my head.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I remember the look was. It had a lot of love to it, but it still was like, yeah, you know, I was, I, 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 you know, I appreciated. I know what you're trying to do. And I, and I had this really epiphany for myself. I was like, yeah, you know, that's my character strength. Yeah. But ease is different than mine. Mm-hmm. Mine is about imagination. Right. Yours mm-hmm. is about logic. Yes. And, and funny enough, you use your imagination within your process. Yes. You had to go to your thinker, logical. Once you could logical, and I remember two, a few days later, your whole body language was different. You were even right. more relaxed, yeah. And you had this—you know—you had you had the e look back, yeah. And yeah. it was like, okay, my guy's are all right, right? He's cool. Which was which I realized yeah. that I was reacting because I was concerned about you, absolutely. And so I was yeah. using my style to try to assist you, which wasn't assisting.
1: Right. Yeah. I had to go and... I had to really just go in, and you say thinker, thinker, but I had to just go and think it out. Yeah. And once that was done, then I could use some imagination to help me get to some of the places where I need Mm -hmm. to go. But, man, I would have been lost out there trying to, to, you know, start creating. (laughs) I was not in a place where there was any creativity
0: (laughs) at all. (laughs) I remember sitting sitting in your office, and you had gotten this... uh, (laughs) this platform right. for trainers online, <laughs> yeah. and, and you were working it, working it, and, and you were sending me into distress. Yeah. Now, distress is when there's doorways to distress, there's second degree, third degree distress. And so, I was like looking at E going, man, and so I finally like, I knew I had to get out of there. Yeah. And I just said to E, I said, you know, E, send me the link and I'll look at it at home. Right. So... So as as an imaginer mm-hmm. one of my character strengths is solitude. Yeah. And so I knew I didn't want to go into distress so I said I need to back up. Right. Go home. So I got home and I just sent E a note said E I don't really think this platform is for you. He goes, "I agree. Thanks." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on your drive home.
1: I had already come <laughs> to that conclusion, man. So I but what was good is I could get I I could get away from it right away. Yeah, I didn't yeah. spend an extra five right, minutes. Right. And and you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Great program. I'm sure it's great oh, yeah. for a lot of people. Exactly. It wasn't mine. Was it wasn't yours. It wasn't mine to yeah. have. Yeah. And so, and and part of this, um, what has been so great about this PCM for myself is the self-awareness aspect of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And so when I find myself going somewhere, it doesn't, it's not a, a thing about expanding and, and, and being elastic, it, it's not really a knock against that because, of mm-hmm. course, that's a necessary thing. But what it does let me know is this route right here is not the route right mm-hmm. now. And mm-hmm. all it's going to do is make things worse. Mm-hmm. So I had to just go within, figure it out, and then I made myself a game plan. Mm-hmm. And... um I've been just uh, knocking that out. Why like, People ask me, how's it going?" I said, "You know, I'm not thriving, but I'm definitely surviving." Right. And there's no doubt right. that that's good enough for right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, PCM was established many years ago by a psychologist named Tabe Laura And the key thing that he did was, he said that if you want someone to listen to you you need to speak their language. And when I look at having the background of PCM now, being being a certified coach, I, I, I walk around every day going, you are not speaking their language, right. looking at other people and their communication styles. Mm-hmm. So, and I always say, like, wouldn't it be... And when I talk to people about PCM, I said, you know, this could... I know in my own business, it has helped me land... Some projects and different things because I'm going, okay, am I, am I talking to a thinker? Am I talking to an imaginer, a rebel? And it's funny because the last few people I've worked with, they, they're rebel, rebel base. And so our sessions were freaking out there, yeah. out there, versus I'm talking to a thinker, it's a different session. So I remember talking to a rebel and we just started cursing because he, he needed to be emotive. And, and he was dealing with a lot of crap. And once we started cursing, he just went all in, as far as yeah. really looking at right. his dynamics. Right, he was home. He was home, mm-hmm. right. And prior to that, I realized that I wasn't on his channel. I was on a channel of more, I was on a, a more of a, what we call the harmonizer channel. And I was being nurturative, which he needed, but he needed that rebel first. Once right. we got that rebel, connected yeah and he got fired up then the then the harmonizer could be he was responsive to it and he and he said to me i'll never forget he said to me man i needed that i needed that he says i've been going to therapy and they all been this nice but i just needed that raw street version and, and this is a professional person this is right you know this is a professional but he needed that so what have you seen and I I've always I've always said to you that you had PCM before PCM. You went and and my wife Gail, she was mentioning you today how somebody was trying to introduce her to a, to a new program. And but it was the massive everybody did the same thing. Right. And she said she was a little bit upset with herself because she didn't hold the other person accountable with her own knowledge right. by saying that's crap, don't work. Yeah. You know, and she thought about you. She says, "What's good about E is that I go. We can go in together. He has me working on what I, what I need to work on. Has you working on, and and I and I see with every client, he's the same way. So talk about you've had this ability. PCM was just it heightened it, but you've always had this ability since I've known you to really do an assessment. Sometimes I would walk into the gym, and you I can see in your face." You had one idea that you were going to do with me, and you look at me and go, nope, we're going a different direction. So talk about that. Well, part of
1: that whole thing is just knowing that every day is its own day. Mm -hmm. And so you can't get locked in to what you're going to do with with anybody at any time. You don't know what happened the night before. Mm -hmm. You don't know how they're moving that day. Mm -hmm. So it's great to have what I like to do. It's almost like... Uh, when I would uh, do a speech, I would have some cards with some ideas on it, but mm-hmm. not the whole speech itself. Yep. So when you come in, I know what we're trying to accomplish, but, but today is a different day. Mm-hmm. You may have slept three hours or like, man, what's up with that movement? And so that's where the concept of, of, of assessment comes in. And when I say assessment, daily assessment, and actually not only daily but assessing the entire time that we're working. Mm-hmm. And so whatever it is I'm gonna do, rather than building a program to, to fit people into, I, I, I actually build a program around the person. Mm-hmm. And this is not, it's not something that I'm taking credit for, creating or, or making it up, but good training and, and good work happens that way Mm -hmm. the way that I've always done it I've trained people based on where they're trying to go and where they are that day Mm -hmm. and what's available to us that day and a lot of it is going to also I try to base some on on the person's personality Mm -hmm. so once I've already established these things I was at some level already doing a lot of Mm -hmm. what what this does instinctively. Mm-hmm. But once I found out it was a thing, it just kind of gave me like a, a power to to really do it a lot better. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you're doing stuff and you're not even realizing what you're doing. You're just, yes. you're doing it and it's working. So you, you're you refining it. But the moment I had a name for it mm-hmm. and and it became... A thing where now it says so. You you guys talk about channels, mm-hmm. and you know uh, one thing. I realize that people that you have to that requestive channel. Mm-hmm. There's certain right. things, and mm-hmm. so now it just makes it so much easier to get to the point. So what I was able to do before, I can do it even faster. There's that, but I also can realize when something is going to trigger me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm able to be more honest and more patient with not only the people that I come in and work with, but
0: uh, in my in my private life as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm glad that you brought up channels because yeah, there's there's different channels that we have to speak on. So for instance, I'm an imaginer rebel. So. My base channel, and, and our base is established early on in our lives, you know, first year or two of our lives. And that base doesn't change. The phases change. Um, and as a base imaginer, if I am a, in a little bit of distress or whatever, uh, I need, you know, direction is the channel that I want. And I remember, I remember the day, one day we were training and I, I was all over the place. And, and, and you just said, drums, stop, you know, stop talking. You know, yeah. and, and and that's what I needed. I was like, "Oh, okay, great." Yeah. You know, and that's you know that channel, that director channel, is the same channel for a promoter. Now, promoter personality needs a lot of activity in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. So we've seen some, some famous or infamous promoters. Uh, we've had one was our past president, uh, and and in distress. Yeah, and and but a, but remember that all these personality types are strengths. Mm-hmm. We go into distress when we're not getting our psychological needs met. Right. And so, but what the key is that you will get those needs met either positively or negatively. Mm-hmm. I've been working with a lot of persisters the last week. And, and one, it's like, getting, they're gonna, you know, she was getting her needs met. She was, she was burning the house down, yeah. but, but her psychological needs were being met in a negative way. right? And it took mm-hmm. me a good hour to get her to see that. And as soon as, but the whole thing was her partner was not or not willing to speak on her channel. But I did. And by going to that requestive channel, she was able to go from fight, flight, to calm. Yes. And then, you know, the harmonizer is more of a nurturative channel. And then you have the um, thinker and the persister is in a uh, requestive channel. And the rebel is emotive. So the way that would work is, um, like my wife, she has a rebel face. And so she can be very emotive. And you do a great job with her. Talk Mm -hmm. about that.
1: Well, I know that when when I work with her, that she definitely wants to, she's a very good student to work with Mm -hmm. because she's, trying to get as much done in a sh- every session for her mm-hmm. she wants to hit a home run mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and sometimes i have to direct her to be happy to hit a double mm-hmm. and 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 without her actually realizing mm-hmm. it so 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 for her for what i when i work with her first and foremost i appreciate anybody that comes in because this is what i do mm-hmm. and so anybody that comes in ready for action. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm with it, you know. Yeah. Uh, but in her case, I have to make sure that that the action is has has direction and that she's not requesting more action than she's ready for that mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm going to take her somewhere and give her something to do or show her something, I just have to make sure that first and foremost that she sees the value in it and secondarily, I have to make sure that she gets a detail. Mm-hmm. She needs detail. She doesn't want to have as do anything. Mm-hmm. So right away, okay, this is what we're going to do and sometimes I have to show it and sometimes I may have to show it again and then we have to explain what is the purpose of it, what you should feel and and why you do it mm-hmm. and you know it's just uh it's just a different it's just a different perspective on how to work with someone like that a, a, a lot of times i could just say all right we're going to do this we're going to do this you're going to do that we're going to do that and then i see sometimes people will get questions mm-hmm. about well what is this exercise supposed to do <laughs> and they will actually take a little bit of offense to it mm. because well just you know just do it right. Well, no, that's not that's not the answer here. Mm-hmm. It's the answer sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. but it's not the answer in her case. Yeah. And so what I have to realize is when it is the answer for certain people, let that fly. Let that answer fly. Mm-hmm. But in her case, there's going to be some explanation that goes with it, and it might be explained a couple ways. But once she's got it, we're rolling, man. And there's a lot of satisfaction in knowing that she will take it and own it and milk it for everything that it's worth and get a lot of value out of of what I've spent my time
0: learning so that I can do just that, help someone. Yeah. No, that's perfect. So, I'm going to wrap up. And, but you said something earlier that I want to go back to. Uh, I call it the smoke detector. Mm-hmm. You, you talked about Having the insight and awareness, like okay, I'm a little bit off here, mm-hmm. um, and and what we call is um, the doorway to distress a little mm-hmm. bit, mm-hmm. and how has that smoke detector uh, helped you during this pandemic when when you've had just when you felt like oh, I'm a little bit off, I need to get back. Yeah, so so I also
1: have things, and you know, you talked about time alone. I also mm-hmm. have. Things where I may have a conversation with someone and I may find that the conversation I'm having with them that day, it's no different than previous conversations Mm -hmm. we've had. But I find it a little more irritating that day or a little more where I want to just kind of, I'm triggered to just give a, you know, I have a somewhat tendency to be a bit of a smart ass sometimes. (laughs) And so when I find myself wanting to do that, I realize, am I doing this in fun or am I doing it to to shut it down? And Mm -hmm. when I find that it's not in good fun, I I check myself Mm -hmm. and I realize, okay, you need to get away, spend some time to yourself, Mm -hmm. reevaluate where you're at and uh, do some things to take your stress levels down. And uh, I have some techniques that well, we'll talk about on another occasion, but yeah. things that, that once I am aware of where I'm at, then I start figuring out what is it that I need to get myself back to, right. uh, back to my baseline.
0: Right. All right. One of the funniest moments we've had in training was when about, uh, one of the individuals we used to train with before the pandemic. We were outside training, working hard, Doing a rope, and a woman came up and she wanted direction, you know, which was key to the imaginer you know, uh, and she kept asking for direction of trying to get to a bus stop, and, and you and I were trying to give her you the, as an imaginer yeah, right? <laughs> and me as a, a thinker because right.
1: I'm going to explain I'm going to <laughs> explain to her in explicit detail how to get to this bus stop. Because you know, I don't want to leave any clue. I don't want her going the this, that, that. I'm going to draw a picture right to this bus yeah, stop, yeah. and the two of us are trying to help this lady
0: out. Right, and then our colleague, he had the perfect answer for the imaginer. Go to the corner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he basically was like, "Go to the corner. Right. We're working here." Right, right. But the interesting thing about that was. The moment he said that, he was good because yeah. he knew he could go back to the workout. Right. I was good because I realized she could go to the corner. Yeah. And when she got to the corner, she would see the next corner right. and then she would see where it was going. So I was off the hook. Yeah. And she looked like, thank you, sir, because uh. these two fools right here <laughs> were mixing me up so so badly. I know they were trying, but her face looked like she w- had no
0: clue yeah. what was going on. I was already in the doorway to distress. I'm like, <laughs> like, okay, well, you know, she got, I know what she's trying to get to, you know. Yeah, and, and I was going,
1: well, you know, she obviously ain't from around here, so I'm going to steer here, and I'm going to find out that she know north from south, and, and that's north, and that's the way yeah. and she was lost.
0: Lost, but she was relieved when Mike. My- and he said, go to the corner. And, you know, she did
1: just that. She went to the corner. And she looked. S- and She, saw, she saw some people. She saw a bus stop. Yep. And
0: she went to that corner.
1: It was all yep. good. that's great.
0: <laughs> well, E, as always, the conversations I have with you always have been, will be, continue to be enriching. Likewise. And uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. All right, man. You're and, welcome. Uh, you can go to uh, JeromeGreen.com and uh, actually JeromeGreenCoaching.com. To uh, get more information, this will be posted on that site. Cool. Cool.